0: Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. In this episode, we chat with our first anonymous guest. She's our optimistic otter who went all in on VFriends. Why? Because she believed in Gary Vannerchuk, his vision and roadmap. She shares her perspective of getting started in the space along with some new terms. Tune in to hear some great insights for getting started in the NFT space. Let's do this. Welcome to the Nifty Chick. Hi, Mindy So.
1: Hi, Jennifer How are you? I'm good, minus the uh, drilling that's going on at my condo today. So that's super fun.
0: I know. (laughs) I have a lot of construction ahead of me this fall, so I feel your pain preemptively. Yeah. So we are recording in between drilling sessions,
1: so we're hoping that this lasts for long enough to uh, do a show for you.
0: (laughs) That's right. So I am so excited about today's episode, um, the optimistic otter. So yes. she's great. <laughs> I love
1: she really her. is. I love her, and it just—it really, like we we talk about it on the show. But it was so much fun when I ran into her, and we realized that we both had this huge love of NFTs. And it seriously was all we talked about the rest of the, of the night. Like I didn't even want to talk to anybody else there at the event. I was. Just wanted to
0: talk to her. Yeah, she's just a doll, and and I think one of the things that's um, interesting. We talked about uh, you know privacy and being anonymous in the space, and obviously you and I have chosen to be very public about who we are and what we do in this space. There's a lot of people who don't want everyone to know what they're doing. So um, as I said in the the teaser, that she's our first anonymous guest, and um, you know some people might be like, well, why is that? Why can't we just know who that who it is? But it's really important because there's um, there's a lot of, you know, privacy and security concerns with this space, mm-hmm. especially now. There's a lot going on in this space. So we want to absolutely fully respect and support her decision to be anonymous. Um, yep. I think it's important for everyone to make that decision themselves. 100%. Yeah.
1: So I say we go ahead and get right to it. That way we beat the drill coming back on.
0: <laughs> That's
1: right. All right. Let's do it. All right. Okay, so in this episode of the Nifty Chicks, we're doing things a little bit different. We have someone with us that chose to be anonymous. So we've got the optimistic otter here. And this is someone that I have known for a few years now. And we recently ran into each other at an event and we were just catching up on our lives And she mentioned that one of the things she was super focused on currently was NFTs. And I was like, what? I was completely mind blown that she had gotten into it because we knew each other from different spaces. And so then, of course, the conversation the rest of the night was all about NFTs. And I was like, oh, my God, you have to come on the show. So please welcome to the show, Optimistic Otter. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And for those of you that are, you know, listening to the podcast, you'll have to go check out the video so that you can see her cute little V friend, the optimistic otter. So tell us, you know, I've given a little bit of background, but I would love to hear more about how, like what brought you into this space? What got you interested in NFTs?
2: Yeah. So I don't really think of myself that much as a super early adopter of things. Like I I think I'm adventurous, but I'm never there like day one. Um, so I kind of feel excited that I'm sort of early-ish on at least with vFriends. I bought you them are, at, at Mint, but that that is early. Yeah. So I think it is it really it started with Bitcoin and Ethereum a couple of years ago. So I remember I was at one conference in I think it was like, when was the big jump? Was it end of 2017? And then it crashed in early 2018, like all of crypto coins. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to a conference and like at the end of 2017 and literally everyone and their mom was talking about crypto and coins. And so I kind of felt like when everyone's talking about it, either that's early, like mass adoption or it's about to be a bubble and it was a bubble. So anyway, I bought some and then it completely crashed, but I was like, Mm -hmm. whatever, Hold it long term. This seems like a cool thing. And so I didn't even think about it again until, let's see, 20, what year are we in? So 2020, (laughs) I think I started just like dollar cost averaging, like buying like a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin. Okay. You're
1: going to throw out something like dollar cost averaging. You have to tell our listeners what that is. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) And and
2: even people will say the abbreviation, what is that? DCA. They'll just say DCA. DCA. I DCA'd Mm -hmm. it or whatever. So basically I just set up an automatic transfer from my bank into a Coinbase account and just said, hey, automatically just buy a hundred dollars on like, you know, the fifth of the month, whatever. And so no matter what the price was, no matter what the market did, I didn't even pay attention. I just was buying once a month. So that's like mm-hmm. that's called dollar cost averaging because you're kind of just averaging out the cost that you get in at. Like you're not trying to ride the waves and really time the market. You're just saying, hey, I just want to be in the market. So let's just do this sort of on an average. Mm-hmm. Also think of it if let's say you're like, okay, I have a thousand dollars to invest. Some people might say, put a thousand dollars in all right now. Or they might say, spread it out over the next 10 months, like a thousand dollars, kind of like what I did. Or they might say, watch the market really intensely. And when you see a dip, buy the dip. So there's different ways Mm -hmm. to do it. And I was kind of like, I'm busy running businesses and just living life. I'm just going to do kind of the easy way, at least, you know, in terms of the technical stuff or whatever, just make it automatic. So so I, n- I never had a ton of Bitcoin or a ton of Ethereum. At least I had some and I was getting it, you know, pretty good prices. And then in the beginning of 2021, my brother started getting really into DGEN stuff. So that stands for...
0: what is? D- I thought it stood for... Degenerates.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking, oh, maybe DeFi is what is the thing I was trying <laughs> to think of. Is decentralized <laughs> finance <laughs> is DeFi. And yeah, DeGen's degenerates. I don't, I don't know. I think they just are, they're crazy, like checking out new coins that are like super risky, but super high reward. And they're jumping into liquidity pools and like all this stuff where they're basically saying, hey, I bought this coin. I'm going to let this platform hold on to it so that they can use it in their back end for exchanging and things and as a result that platform is going to pay me a really high interest yield on the money right. so my brother was getting like 3500% apr like any number wow. you could name for like crazy apr apy he was getting like it was just insane but it was super risky so there's lots mm-hmm. of like rug pulls which is basically like total scams or hacks that could happen. So he had that happen where, you know, he put in like a thousand dollars and he was making like tons every day. But after two days, the smart contract got compromised and all of a mm. sudden all the money was just gone. He lost everything, but he made wow. some other really great moves. And I was like, I want in on this. So yeah. So in the early 2021, 20, I just started Playing around with it. So I put in like $300 and I was just like, let me just figure this stuff out. And through that process, I learned what is a MetaMask wallet? What are the different platforms where you can buy coins? So I had only known about Coinbase regular, but then I learned about Coinbase Pro, which at the time was separate and gave more features for trading and actually better fees. And then I learned about Binance and if you're in the US you have to use binance.us but that means you have to KYC which is know your customer and put in like your driver's license I'm like I didn't want to do that and they didn't have as many features mm-hmm. so I used a VPN which basically blocks where I'm browsing from and makes them think I'm in Europe so I could set up a regular Binance account so like I was just learning all these things that felt like exciting and scary and risky and who knows, but I mean, it's only $300 at the time, but I kind of learned all this scary tech stuff. And I was constantly messaging my brother, like, are you sure? What do I click next? What do you, what do I do next? Because you had to like go through all these crazy steps just to get money in the BNB coin, like the Binance coin, and then into a Binance wallet in Metamask on a different chain than Ethereum. It was just craziness. Right.
1: It's like, a lot yeah, go around. I feel like once you start getting in the space, it's like, okay, wait, I have to do totally. what? Totally.
2: Yeah. And if people are listening and are just like, you completely lost me, like, don't worry. Everyone's is <laughs> lost. Like, you have to have someone who really knows it walk you through it step by step at this yep. point. That is someone you trust. So, long story short, I had kind of just played around with this enough to be comfortable with the technology. And then I started listening to Gary Vaynerchuk's podcast again really heavily because I, I used to listen all the time, but then he started doing some content I didn't really love. So I kind of stopped listening and then I jumped back on. Which
1: I just yeah. remembered, I just remembered how we we stumbled across yeah. the fact that you were into NFTs. You were showing me pictures and oh. you passed by a picture of you surrounded by Gary's, Gary's new books. books.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, "Wait, wait a second! Why, why do you have all those books?" And you were like, "Oh my god, I've been into NFTs." And I was like, "I knew it."
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, if anyone's in Gary's world, we'll to- we can totally get to that yeah. amazing thing. He basically sold, I think it was like 1.5 million books in under 24 hours because wow. he said for every 12 books you purchase. I'll give you one NFT. I'll airdrop one NFT. So basically I'll send it to you for free. You don't have any extra fees to get it. And so, you know, everyone in his community was like, okay, let's go. (laughs) So it ended up being, you know, very crazy. But that happened, that happened in the
1: fall of 2021. So like late fall. Yeah. It was like October,
2: Mm -hmm. November-ish timeframe. Uh, or maybe it was even like August, he mentioned it and then it, it took oh, a couple Oh yeah, maybe. And then, but we and, didn't
1: get yeah. you your books until like later in the year. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so that's jumping ahead a little bit, but totally that, that is what sort of sparks your mind. That's like, what sparked it. Sparked <laughs> it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I started listening to Gary again, cause I, I just really love him. I, I discovered his stuff in like 2016. So I've always really liked him for positive messaging and, um, kind of like no nonsense, like if you want something, go work hard for it, you know, and mm-hmm. have patience and everything. So he was putting out tons of content on his podcast about NFTs and and education around the web three world and how at the core of it he was around for the dot-com bubble. And he's mm-hmm. like, hey, this is I'm seeing this happen again. We're like there's going to be tons of projects. They're going to all go crazy high valuation. And yes, there will be a winter. There will be a time when, when everything tanks, but out of the rubble, there will be the Amazons, the Ebays, the successful companies that really do rise like a Phoenix out of it. So he's like, you want to, and if you're going to invest, you need to invest in projects you really believe in with founders you really believe in and he was saying he was going to launch a project in May of 2021 and he called V friends and he's like essentially this is your chance to invest in me because I'm going to do everything possible I'm going to build businesses and when the when it's possible hey I could give business ownership or royalty percentages to my owners of these V friends like I can do whatever I want to add value and I thought there is no one on this planet who works harder than this guy. I definitely right. don't. So I'm like, yes, take my money. I would like to invest in you. <laughs> yeah. That's so that brings awesome. us basically to exactly one year ago yesterday from the time yeah. of this recording. So he launched, he planned to launch be friends on five, five, because five is his favorite number, but he had some technical issues. And so they ended up actually launching on May 11th, 2021. Wow. That's,
0: that's so, I mean, that's an incredible story. And I think one of the things that really stuck out to me is that you have experienced the ups and downs of the markets and you still pursued the markets. You still pursued investing and dollar cost averaging after you had already bought at a, you know, a high and it, tanked and um I think so many people would have been like I'm out like that's enough for me
1: (laughs) and well and and then also you're seeing your brother lose on some of his investments too.
0: Yeah like what compelled you to keep going
2: well you know I I first read a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Mm Mm -hmm. when I was like 20 years old. And that is such a terrific book. It just breaks everything down so simply about how you really will never get ahead if you're only just working a job and trading time for money. You really need to make your money work for you. So like building businesses where other people are working in them or investing and, and things like that. So I am by no means a crazy successful investor. I'm no Warren Buffett. But I do, I have read a lot over the years and I have invested in mutual funds and like a Roth IRA and, and things where I basically just, you know, there's this principle that you guys may have talked about before on the, on the podcast, pay yourself first. So they talk about like, let's say you make $3,000 a month instead of paying all your bills and saying, oh, well, I have nothing left over to invest. You want to make it automatic and take money right off the top and invest that money in something you know, that you have decided is, is smart. So I personally, I, I do a Roth IRA as my first step and say, okay, now what's left is what I'm going to actually use to, to pay everything else. And if you fall short that month, then you better get creative, sell something from your house on eBay or Craigslist and and, get a side job,
1: like Gary would say. Yeah,
2: exactly. But no matter what, that has to happen first. And you can set it up automatically, kind of like the dollar cost averaging I was doing. So I have something set up where automatically every single month, $500 goes out of my account into a Roth IRA, rain or shine. And I just made myself never touch it. And over time, compounding interest and dividends that you get from that and things... You know, really add up. And a lot of people talk about trying to time markets, but I've heard from a lot of reading and podcasts I've listened to that it's more important your time in the market versus time in the market. Yes. So that's where I'm kind of like, I number one, I only put in money I can afford to go to zero. So if all of my Not money like went that. to zero, yeah, with my V friends and other things I've done trust me, I would cry really hard, but I wouldn't be kicked out of my house. I wouldn't not be able to put food on the table. So I'm only using money. I can't afford to go to zero, you know, worst case scenario. And after that, what I generally do is I buy things that I think have long-term potential. And then I kind of just close my breath and wait.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's great. I mean, a lot of people participate in dollar cost averaging without even knowing it, you know, think about Mm -hmm. all those, um, you know, incredible people who have been uh, um, contributing to their 401k through their employer. I mean, Mm -hmm. that is essentially the same model. And um, when I was was doing that with my 401k. I was investing. I knew it was coming out of my paycheck, but I didn't feel it. And then all of a sudden, a year later, when I had to leave the company, I um, I looked back. I was like, "Oh my gosh look at look at this 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 account is is has grown so much." And so we do it mm-hmm. kind of passively without even knowing it. Um, but it's really a, a really smart investment strategy um, that I, I fully support. That's awesome. That's very cool. I love it. And so what's, what's, um, I mean, NFTs. So you got into crypto, um, started with Bitcoin, Ethereum. I think that's very common. Um, it's the most talked about kind of aspect of crypto, those Mm two, two coins. Um, and you got into, to NFTs, thanks to what sounds like it's really thanks to Gary, um, and Gary V. And so Mm -hmm. what has your journey been like? You took us to a year from, um, A year from, I think now, and so what Mm -hmm. has your last year been like? I mean, are you are you diversifying into other NFTs, or are you just like, I just want to stick with V friends? Tell me about what you've (laughs) been like since since then.
2: Yeah, so it's funny. I've kind of had both approaches. So at first, I was like, I can't believe how much money I ended up putting in because I originally was just going to buy one V friend. That's it. And then they sat on the floor because there were tech issues and not as many people knew about it and. Gary really did launch it fairly quietly for him because he wanted his true hardcore believers to be able to get access to it and not just blow it up so big in the news that basically get all bought up by whales, you know, people with huge, um, resources. So the V friends actually sat on the floor. So it it was actually a Dutch auction. Uh, and what that is, I had no idea what that was before, but it's, they started at a high, the highest price they would go. So for example, the Optimistic Otter that is my profile picture, it has a white background. So it's a core version, which means it's a one of 20. So there are 20 total Optimistic Otters with the white background. So that one started, I think it was started at 3 ETH. And at the time, Ethereum was about $4,000. It was like at its all-time high or, or mm-hmm. very close to its all-time high at the time. So it was about $12,000 this thing started at. we just one picture of a otter on a you know online it's pretty crazy I,
1: and it's not just a picture it's a
0: doodle it's a Gary Doodle yeah.
1: and I mean but like to my niece people, is my niece is three and I, I think good. she can draw it.
0: Yeah it's just a picture. It's like I mean it is yeah it is nothing special. No offense Gary I, I think it's cute right. but it's no. really
2: nothing special. And I actually wish it were more smiley. Like I like the smiling characters. Like there are some characters he drew that I loved, but I was like, it's looks sad. So I'm not going to pick it. I don't know. That's just me, but yeah. Yeah. And and the only reason I had the confidence to do this was because I felt like I knew Gary so well, not personally, but I had just listened to him for so long and he had such a, a track record of really over delivering. And he talked about how in the future, when it's possible, when the laws change or whatever is pop, you know, uh, options are available, he's going to make it worth everyone's while. So it's like, I'm investing in Gary long-term. So I believe in it. Plus he was also really smart for people like me who maybe aren't just crazy early adopters in general. He said, all right, these, every single V friend you buy also comes with access to a big conference for three years. And I personally have paid $1,000 for a conference before. So I was like, okay, at a minimum, he's going to make this so amazing. That would be like $3,000 worth. So Mm -hmm. it started at three ETH, which is about $12,000. And then it ticked down to 0.5. So the lowest you could get these cores was at 0.5 ETH. So that was about $2,000 at the time, if you were just buying ETH at that exact moment. So I thought, okay, $2,000 divided by three is actually lower than what I've paid for in the past for a conference. So if nothing else, it felt worth it to me as a conference pass with the opportunity that potentially would actually pay off as well in the future in other ways. Oh, I I didn't even answer your question. So (laughs) I remember. So after they sat on the floor, I was like, well, maybe I should get one more. Maybe I should get one more because damn, like I totally believe in Gary and people aren't seeing this. This is a great op. So I kept buying and buying and I definitely bought more than one. So after that, I was like, I can't believe how much I put in. This is crazy. I'm not going to lose my house, but it's still way more than I ever thought I would. So I was like, I am not touching any other project. I'm not doing any more buys. I'm just going to close my eyes and run away and just let it sit. That lasted. No A month, maybe. I was like, like, "What?" (laughs) Well, I, I also I burned up all my ETH. I was like, "I'm not putting any more cash in. Like, this has to stop. Like, I'm not doing it." Plus, I also thought I could always sell one of my V friends to make some or most of my initial investment back, and just be you know, writing on house money. But then I was like, well, taxes are so high and maybe I need to wait a year, so it's taxed at capital gains versus regular income. This is like all these crazy details you start learning when you're deep in this world. So I was like, well, I'll just try to hold all my V friends for one year and then I'll sell it, sell one to try to recoup money and stuff. So anyway, long story short, I did end up putting more money into the market and did start buying other things. Um so now I kind of have so many things, it's starting to be hard to remember what I have. And I'm kind of feeling the pull of the pendulum back to be like, you know what? I need to just stop. I can't even keep track of all the Discord channels that I'm a that I'm a part of or want to be a part of. Does your audience know about Discord channels? Yes, they do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just like, I can't even keep up with them all. It's like a full-time job just reading the announcements it and is. like doing whatever they're talking about. So I've kind of been thinking about really just zoning in on a few that I love the most. So obviously, V friends, anything Gary does, I'm all in on that. And then uh, recently, I really like the project BFF.
0: Yes. Yeah. So we could.
2: Yeah. So we could totally me talk too. about me that. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I'm trying to think what else. I'm. Let me pull up my i uh discord (laughs) that reminds me which ones i'm in Mm -hmm. um i really do like stoner cats which is not brand new Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. mila kunis she Mm -hmm. is the founder of it so girl power i love that even though most people think it's ashton kutcher who founded it it's actually mila ashton did voice one of the characters because they they basically launched an nft to to fund creating a cartoon uh so i feel like that could have some cool potential Uh, So, I'm in that one. I really like it. Um, Boss Beauties is another um, Mm -hmm. female project that I really love. Unfortunately, World of Women launched in this sort of period where I was like, I'm out of money and I am not doing anything else. Gary even went on Instagram and on Discord and he was like, Hey guys, I really believe in this project. You should get it. I looked back at that video at the time. I think World of Women was like, 0.05 ETH,
1: 0.1 ETH. I I so wish I had gotten in. I did get a Galaxy Girl.
2: Oh, nice. Um, Yeah. And then I personally just didn't love the artwork of World of Women. That's me either. Yeah. And not that it's bad. It just just didn't speak to me artistically as much as as things. So I was kind of like, well, Mm -hmm. I don't have money. I don't want to put more money in. I'm kind of in the zone of doing nothing but Gary, so let me just you know pass. And now I'm like, oh, I wish I got that. So box uh, <laughs> right. beauties, I did get one. I I love the artwork of that one and the BFF. I'm really excited about that one, which just nice. launched too.
0: Nice. Okay. So I'm hearing that you went all in on, on Gary V. then you've expanded your horizons and now you're like, oh, maybe I'm going to start tightening that <laughs> yeah. up. And, and it's, it's hard. It's addicting. I mean, we could, we it's talk so about it all the time. Like, I mean, it's so addicting that if you have ETH in your wallet, just sitting there, yep. it's, it's so easy to go on a shopping It street. feels like play money, doesn't it? Oh, no, it and does. it's not. It's
1: not. Play. <laughs> it's I know it's not real. play money, but it feels like it because I it's know. not like actually coming out of your bank account. I mean, it is mm-hmm. when you buy it, but then once it's in your wallet, you're like, Oh, it's fine. It's half. A, mm-hmm. It's like, yeah,
2: I know my but, husband and I, like, we're both pretty conservative with money. Like we try to be very conscientious about things and not just like randomly buy stuff on splurges, but I have myself multiple team. times yet. Now I'm like, Babe, it's not even an ETH. Just get it. And I'm like, who am I?
1: This is crazy. Uh, Yeah. It's not even an ETH. It's half an ETH. It's not even .1 ETH, okay? (laughs) Oh, that's funny. So Um, I I know one of the things we – I mean, obviously, you're all in with Gary and VFriends. So you're going to be at VCon. Yes. What are you most excited about?
2: Yeah, so I would love to meet Gary in person for sure. So that would be cool. And then I would, the second thing, I guess it's all about people, really. I would love to meet a lot of people that I've bonded with in the Discord over the past year because I've really found like I'm so in this world one with Gary and two with NFTs and the overlap of that. It's so hard to find people in real life who get you, which is why too, Aaron, when we ran into each other, it was like, oh my gosh, we're, we like the same things. Let's talk about it for three hours. Yeah. Because yeah. my neighbors have no idea what's going on. And like, if I bring it up, they just, their eyes glaze over and change the subject. So it's, it's so nice to just totally know that. To spend time,
1: yeah. With people it's who why I NFT and I started the show, honestly, because it was yeah. like, oh my God, we can talk about NFTs all day long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And talk to other people who care about him as much as we do, you know?
2: Totally. Yeah. So I think Gary and meeting the other people I bonded with is the number one. And then yeah. I think he's doing some really unique stuff with conference, with the conference presentation or approach. So he's holding it in the U.S. Bank Stadium. So it's where the Vikings play football. So it's right. I not. Heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like a normal, typical big, like one big stage and just chairs. There's going to be different booths and areas and multiple stages all set up on like the field. And then they're Very actually cool. using skyboxes and like different rooms as breakout sessions or special experiences. So, like, sponsors are putting on unique experiences. There's like happy hours sponsored by Johnny Walker, or Coinbase, and who knows? Like, it's just going to cool. be,
1: it seems really cool so far, what I've yeah. seen. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be exciting. I'm unfortunately, am not going to be there. We were supposed yeah. to be there and plans changed and we are unable to attend now. But
0: are you going I, to be at NFT NYC? Did we talk about that?
1: No, no
2: I'm not. So I'm also oh, a new right. a new mom. So... I pretty much
0: Congratulations! thank you
2: yeah I kind of have just really taken a step back too in a lot of those things so I'm kind of like making ex- an exception in this case and actually yeah. I'm so sad to leave my little monkey mm-hmm. um yeah oh, so I'm probably so gonna good. I might have to like fly home early and leave econ early we'll see what happens but or hopefully it's gonna be so fun that I'll just
1: yeah well there's facetime there's facetime yeah, and I know it's not the same, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, if it, in my younger days,
2: I would have been on a plane to go to every one of these NFT conferences for sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I'm, I am excited to hear how the event goes and all the, you know, exciting things that happen. And then all the side events and other parties, I I know I've, I'm seeing like, Fame ladies are doing stuff. World of women's mm. doing stuff. Crypto chicks are doing stuff. Uh, women rise. Like I, wow. I, we just, we actually just talked to somebody um, earlier today, Kitty Greer, who will be on an upcoming episode. And uh, she was talking about how at NFT NYC, she's trying to do events to bring everybody together. And I mean, I know everybody at VCon is kind of doing separate events, for, you know, the different projects. Do you know, is there any sort of like, let's get all the women projects together and like I join think there forces?
2: Is a, there is a collab party that I saw. It, it's conflicting with something else I committed to, so I didn't even bother to try to get on like yeah. the, the I'm list. I'm sure there's go, so
1: many. It's going to be impossible to do it everything you want well, yeah, to, to do. Yeah, I think
2: World of Women, Boss Beauties, Women Rise... Maybe BFF too. Like the four of them, I think are doing like a. You know
1: party. what? You're right. I did see yeah. something about that, and I was like, Oh, I wish I, I wish we could just be there if nothing else for the side events. But
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I it conflicts with something else I committed to, so I can't make that one. But I that I'll is something I'm very excited. Solo. Yeah, I want to meet more women in this space because it is very bro dominated. Like I've been called sir and bro so many times in Discord, oh, yeah. and yeah. I'm like, yeah. Thanks for assuming I'm a guy because that right. is the logical choice. But no, we women are here and we're we're growing. So we need more women in this space. <laughs>
1: Definitely. And, you know, like we talked about, that's the goal of this show is to yeah. bring more awareness and and help women learn and and you know, venture in because it's not, I mean, it can be scary, but it's not scary if you have your friends.
2: Totally. So, I know. Just reach out to your to anyone that you trust and say hey let's like screen share and and get get me started. The only thing you really have to worry about cuz it is also a little bit scary in the sense of like y- you're the one holding the keys to the vault. So yeah. if you share the keys, the special passphrase, the codes like with someone else, they can steal everything in your digital wallet. So you have to really protect that. Mm-hmm. But There, once you get the hang of it and you kind of learn the best practices, it's really not that crazy techie or that crazy scary. And there's tons of great resources, specifically from the vFriends world. Gary really has done a great job and his team has written blog after blog on how to do everything step-by-step. They even uh, regularly do like two-hour live Zoom screen shares, like teaching people exactly how to set up wallets, exactly how to Buy their first NFT and, and go through all the steps. So the resources, resources are out there. If you're interested in it and you haven't tried it yet, like do what I did originally with my brother. I just put in $350 and I was like, if it goes away, it goes away. Whatever you can afford, even if that's $50, $20. There mm-hmm. are projects that are are even free. Sometimes you can mint projects completely for free or just for the gas, which is like a transaction fee. So don't be completely intimidated. If you're interested, just try it out small and you might get bit by the bug.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Join us. on I would would ask (laughs) you for what's the best way to get in touch with you, but you're anonymous (laughs) on this show, so you're not going to hear that, but um, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your journey. I, you know, obviously want to keep in touch with you and what you're looking at. And um, we'll definitely have you back on the show on a at a future date.
2: I would love that. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I hope that this was helpful or at least entertaining to yeah, people definitely, listening. Here.
1: Definitely. So for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you for you joining us so
1: much. Optimistic Otter. You're welcome. Bye, ladies. Bye. (laughs) So I thought that was an amazing interview with our optimistic otter. What'd you think?
0: Yeah, I I really enjoy her. She's super sweet and super honest. And, um, you know, there's for her to kind of share her experience of going all in that's like nerve wracking. And, and um, you know, some people may want to do that. Some people may want to zero in on one or two specific projects and then others want to kind of spread the love everywhere and whatever, yeah, like you know, Kate, you can tell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and me too, I like to, me too. I like to spread the love.
0: <laughs> me too. I do too. And, but I like think everyone's different. So I think it was really cool because you and I spread the love, but um, really cool to hear about someone who, Found a project that they want to zero in on and go all in on, and and then even even to hear her journey of like going all in on on V friends, and then to start to diver- diversify, and then to all of a sudden like come back, and and it's a cool journey that she's been taking. So it's really yeah. fun to hear. Yeah, and I think that we
1: should have her back like in a few months and see where she's at because you know things always change, and you just never know, you know, what's going to happen and where
0: where you end up. In, yeah. in
1: all of
0: this totally agree yeah. um, I think that's a great idea yeah
1: so as always I want to make sure that you guys are subscribing on the YouTube channel and be sure to click that bell to be notified when new episodes are released and yeah take a yeah. second.
0: and as always thank you so much for li- listening to the Nifty Chick um, just remember invest in yourself you are worth it